Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Oh, man. Happy Monday. This is probably going to be one of the hardest episodes I've had to record uh, in the last two years. And, you know, I have to say, I really do enjoy sharing my life with you guys. And, you know, whether it's the highs, the lows, um, you know, and the all the funny shit in between, um, I genuinely do feel like I have a community and a place where um, we can sort of all lean on each other and um, just be there for one another. And so today's conversation and today's sort of um, topic is incredibly hard. And I talked about it a little bit on Patreon Um the, the day after it all happened. But um, yeah, let's just sort of get into it. So I've been talking to you guys about somebody very close to me who uh, is or was pregnant. Um, and I wasn't going to share it because she wanted to wait. And I totally respected that. Um, and it was Jackie. It was my sister. And we were so excited. And I just want to preface that um, She's allowed me to share this story and talk a little bit about what's going on. She is going to come on next week. I think this week is still a little too fresh for her. Um, But she said, you know, absolutely you can share and then we can sort of dive into the details of what happened um, next week. So that's what I'm sort of here to do and sort of give you guys an update because I know I was going to... you know, start IUI this week and all this. So let's just sort of get into it. Um, so Jackie found out, um, that she was pregnant and it, what the details of like how she found out and all that again, we'll sort of leave. So it's just not redundant, but she basically finds out she's pregnant and we're all so excited. And, um, you know, she had had a miscarriage, before her first baby, her first boy, who is Liam, and he's um, six. And um, then she got pregnant almost like right away with Sophia, who is five. And um, then since then, they've, for like the last two years, sort of like me, they've they've sort of not not been trying 
Um, she's not on birth control. They're not sort of timing it, but they're not, they're just sort of letting it happen. And they um, ended up getting pregnant. And so she went and, you know, a few weeks later, like they told her that she was fine and um, the, you know, baby looked good. Um, she had asked them if there was any sort of um, precautions to take because she had already had a miscarriage and he said that, you know, she was fine. Um, she had two, you know, healthy babies and shouldn't be an issue. So they did get her on progesterone, um, just in case because of the miscarriage, just to sort of like help build like sort of like the lining and, and, you know, make it strong and whatnot. Um, and so she ended up, you know, taking that and she goes to her 10 week appointment. Um, and this is now the day before her daughter's birthday. It's, um, Sophia's birthday. So she went on Thursday. So I, I record the episode of the IUI on Thursday and Oh my God. And then thinking back about that episode, I was like, oh, ugh, I'll tell you guys right now. Okay. So, <clears throat> so I finished recording that episode and I shit you not within five minutes, she had called me and FaceTimed us from the car. Cause she had, um, had her appointment that morning and she was just in tears and, um, and we just knew we just knew and um and she basically said that the baby stopped growing at 9 weeks and 4 days and there was no heartbeat um and it was a missed missed carriage so her body didn't know that that she was having a miscarriage and so you don't get any symptoms Everything sort of seems fine, especially this early on. It's not like you, you know, are feeling kicks or anything. And so you wouldn't really know until your body actually started to like reject it because it, you know, it wants to, you know, come out per, per se. Um, and so her body was having a missed miscarriage and, um, and they were saying that, um, you know, she was going to have to come and, you know, do a DNC, which is basically where they go in and they sort of clean everything out. Um, some women pass it naturally and some women have to go and get a DNC done. Also, these are all things that like, I don't, you know, women really don't talk about this enough. I feel like, cause I didn't really know what the process was. Um, with miscarriages and all of that. Like I, I really didn't know. And until it happened to her, um, I didn't know how painful it was. I didn't know that they're, you know, they had this intensive procedures and the, you know, the recovery and, and all that. Um, I, I was not aware. And so it was definitely a learning, a learning curve here. Um, because she ends up 
um, going to Disneyland the next day for her daughter's birthday because that was, um, it was already sort of planned, right? And we had sort of been like, uh, it's a lot of walking, it's roller coasters, like, is that okay? And she's like, I mean, I can't not go to my daughter's birthday, you know? Like, I can't be there. I can't not be there. So she went, um, was fine. And then I think that night is when she started, um, she got like all the brown stuff. And then the next day, um, which was the, her daughter's birthday party with like all the friends, um, she was just in pain and cramping. And then they had told her, you know, we'll do the DNC on this day, but if you start to bleed or if you start to cramp or whatever, you need to go to the emergency room right away. And so she's sitting there and it's, you know, it's Sophia's birthday party. It's the morning of, and, um, and she's just calling us and she's like, shit, like I'm in so much pain and there's a lot of blood now. And it's like, not just regular blood. It's like, you know, the chunks. I don't know. I know it's TMI. Sorry, but whatever. We're women. So she was wiping and it was starting to do that. And so she was like, oh shit. Like I, and I was like, you, well, you can't go to the birthday party. So you go to the emergency room. My mom had been moving my aunt to another apartment. Um, so my mom was about an hour away and um, Jessica had gone to the river or the lake or whatever and with her family. And so I was like, you go to the emergency room. Mom will meet you there. And I will go to Sophia's birthday party and I will basically just handle the birthday party and and don't worry about it. Mind you, I'm like totally fine talking about it right now, but I was a, we were all disasters. We were just crying and, um, like, and not even in that moment, but it was just like so emotional. Like all of it was so emotional, not to mention, sorry, let's like go back here a second. So that on that Thursday, after I recorded, we got the call, she's, you know, devastated. We're watching the kids at Jessica's house. And so, um, you know, her and her husband, her and Tim, drive over to Jessica's house because they have to tell the kids what happened because, you know, the kids were super excited. And, um, and so they both come over and, you know, they tell them like, Hey, mommy and daddy went to the doctor and, um, you know, we didn't get good news and, you know, baby didn't make it. And, um, Sophia, who's five, we're just turning five. She sort of, understood, but like it didn't really hit her. And then Liam was way more emotional and, um, definitely cried and, and was just really sad because he was just so looking forward to it. And he's such like a lover. And, um, I think that was, that was like probably one of the hardest ones to see only because, you know, kids don't really understand. Um, I mean, they do understand, but that's why it's hard because they actually understand. So after that, we had already planned a dinner with my, um, with a few of my cousins and we were just going to have like a family dinner. And so Jackie's like, you know what? No, like, let's just go. I, you know, it, it's good to keep the kids distracted and me distracted. And he's like, I don't, I just, I don't want to go home and just have them sitting on the couch crying. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So we ended up going to um, dinner. And at the dinner, um, one of our cousins told us that they're having a baby. And it was just like the craziest day. Um, And it was so beautiful and we were so happy for them. And it's like, how are you not? I mean, there are cousins that are really, really close to us. And, um, And then, you know, you ask all the questions and, and it's like, oh my God, the babies would have been three days apart. And it's like, oh my God, it's like so, it's so sad of just like, you know, you mourn obviously the actual miscarriage, right? But then I think what people don't understand is that you're mourning the, the, what could have been the dream of, of this child coming into your life and changing your life and what they're going to be like and how the dynamics going to change and you got to get a bigger car and you got to like, you're already planning. And especially maybe for the women because you're carrying the baby and you're doing all this. And I, I know men too, cause they're, they're like, Oh shit, money and this and that. Like they, they think they might go somewhere else, but for women, I think it's just like, okay, like you're already carrying it. Like you're all, they say that you're already a mother once, you know, you find out you're pregnant. And for a man, it's almost like you become the father when the baby actually is here. And I think that there's definitely something to that. And so, you know, we're, we were already just like picturing like our kids playing together and, um, you know, just all the things that our babies would have done together that like now the older ones have each other, now the, the babies have each other. And, um, and then hearing that, you know, my cousin's going to have a baby, it was like, oh my God, like that just like hit her like, oh, our babies could have been like as close as we are. And, you know, they could have grown up together. And it it's just, again, you're mourning the, the dream and like the what it could have been. And that was just as happy, I think, as she was. I think it just totally rocked her world because of, you know of who it was that was having the baby, right? It was just like, oh my God, like she just would have, she would have loved to have it, you know, have them be close. So it was just a very, very emotional, but again, so happy for them. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And, um, and they're going to be great parents. And it's just, it's, it's a, it's such a beautiful story. And so, um, you know, and I know that we'll end up being fully elated and happy and excited for them. It just that it it's all happened so fast and it was the same day and it was a lot to take in. And I think that's totally normal and okay. It doesn't take away from the happiness and love. It's just that you have to, I think, go through the grieving process and then and then you can sort of just look at it, you know, at everything for what it is. Um so that all happened in the same day. And then the next day she goes to Disneyland and it's sort of just, she's just sort of in this like fog um, and is trying to like be there for Sophia and, you know, be present and whatever. And then again, she starts, you know, bleeding 
the following day. So now she, um, so now we're at the birthday party. So she goes to the ER and I go to the birthday party. Um, and it's called Once Upon an Island. And it's like where they dress up all the kids and like these like mermaids. I had, to, I had talked to you guys about this before. I took Piper once when she was little, but um, they basically dress up all the girls like mermaids and they give them makeovers and they do their hair and their makeup and they have a tea party. And um, and then if you want to have boys come, they dress them up as pirates. And so there's like this big pirate and he looks like um, – he looks like – what's his name from Pirates of the Caribbean and he's just like Jack, whatever his name is. And, um, and they dressed them up and I mean, it was so cute and the party ended up being so stinking cute. Um, but obviously bittersweet because Jackie didn't end up going. And, you know, even then she was like, you know, if the, if they can do the DNC early, maybe I can still make it. And, you know, so she goes to the, um, to the hospital and, um, and she, my mom ends up meeting her there, but she's basically there from like 9 AM to about 7 PM. Um, and you know, again, we'll go into details of all of that and what the doctor told her and, and everything they had to do. Um, but she did end up getting a DNC done. Um, but she said that that whole process was incredibly painful and, um, yeah, just really, really hard. So now we are um, just sort of going with the flow. We're trying to be there for her, be as supportive as we can. We've talked a lot, um, which I think is very therapeutic. And, you know, I was telling her that, and again, not to make it about me, but I'm, I was supposed to start, you know, IUI on, so she goes for the DNC on Saturday. I was supposed to start my period on Sunday. And then start the IUI process by Monday. Um, I actually just got my period yesterday, which is, um, what's today? Wednesday. So I was like quite a few days late, which also freaked me out because I'm like, of course, I now get pregnant and now I can, you know, like, I was just thinking, oh my God, with my luck. Um, but no, I started yesterday and, but I, again, I was at her house and we were talking a lot and I was just like, I just don't feel I just don't feel comfortable going through the IUI process right now. And she's like, no, like, you know, you have to do it. And which I know she would be super supportive, like over the moon if I was, if I was pregnant, you know, but I think that this one just really like, this one just like knocked it out of her, you know? And I just can't, I just wouldn't feel comfortable being able to like celebrate something when when we're still having to sort of mourn the idea of like her and I bumping bellies and doing our baby showers together and um, just all the things that we had had planned. It just feels too fresh. And I feel like I wouldn't be able to fully be happy and not think about the baby. Um, And so, and also, you know, we're very like, we're very sort of like self-aware of this obviously wasn't meant to be, right? And like God has a bigger plan. And um, and then of course we had to call Scott, <laughs> the psychic. Of course we did. Um, and Jackie was just really, I think Jackie was really angry that the the next day, the day of, the day of the day, Saturday and Sunday, even Monday, um, uh, mind you, she's hormonal. 
um, you know, your body still thought it was pregnant and, and whatnot. So you're still so like going through all this. Um, I can't even imagine actually. I'm I'm only just picking up the things that she's telling me. And so it's like, oh my God, that's so hard that you're just, you know, and I think her anger just comes from like, why? Like I'm 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 fully capable. I'm a I'm a good mom. Like I was this a lesson? Like why? Like I don't need this lesson. I don't, you know, but like I think that's just that's the anger that comes and that you question um the universe and God and whatever you believe in. I think it's it's probably very natural, a natural instinct to say why, you know? Um and so again, a lot of talking, a lot of just therapy within us. And, um, I think just realizing that, you know, life's rejection is God's protection and, um, and, you know, his, the path that you were supposed to be on, um, you know, I think he, I think he's aware of the path you're supposed to be on. And, um, anyway, so we call Scott. And I actually called him and she was sort of in the background, but, um, he basically was saying that the baby, so he, his thing is that the souls get to pick if they want to come down or not. And, um, and so he was saying, um, that he was tuning into her child and that the soul did not want to incarnate at this time and that it would have had serious health issues. Um, and he's like, you know, I'm so sorry. And, um, and he's like, but I do see her having another baby in some form, whether it's adoption, fostering or natural, I don't know. He's like, but she'll have another, another baby. Um, so it was just like, I I think for her hearing that like the baby would have had a lot of health issues and like the baby chose not to come kind of gave her a little, a little bit of relief. I think that was, it's always, I think anyone's biggest fear of like, I don't want my child to be um, sick, right? I don't want my child to not be healthy. And so I think when she heard that, it sort of gave her a little bit of relief and answers. I know today she's feeling a little bit better. Um, but I don't know, you know, I just, and you do you, right? Like the way you need to get your answers or the way that you need to mourn and grieve and whatever, I think you have to let everybody do it their own way. And, um, and if, if that's, what's going to, sort of calm you, then, then do it, you know, and think for her just to hear like, maybe like the why, um, I think relieved her a little bit. You guys, summer is in full swing and I am so excited about it because it's hot outside. We get to go swimming. I get to have family over and cook them some meals. And honestly, what I've been really loving right now is Green Chef. So, Green Chef is actually now owned by HelloFresh, which we've talked a lot about. And they have a wide array of meal plans to choose from. But the best thing about Green Chef is that they have options for every lifestyle. So they have, um, and, and they're actually number one, the number one meal kit for eating clean. So they have meals under 700 calories. They have protein packed meals with at least 40 grams of protein on every, uh, on average per serving. Um, flavors that are plant-rich, vegan, vegetarian meals, um, organic produce, um, good-for-you grains, and plant-based proteins. 
I mean, I'm telling you, they have it all. Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. So they offset 100% um, of their delivery emissions as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. So if that's something that you're really passionate about, they are as well. And again, you know, eating doesn't have to be boring. When you have your friends and family over, if it's just you and your, just you, who knows? Um, you can make meals within, my, my daughter is now talking to me during this ad. Hey Piper, do you love, um, do you love Green Chef? Yeah. Is it yummy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, you heard it here first. Piper even loves it. So you can get everything you need at Green Market. It's a one-stop shop for nutrition, grab-and-go breakfast, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, um, ready-to-eat snacks, and so much more. So you guys, you do not want to miss out. Go to greenchef.com slash humble50 and use code humble50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. Uh, that's greenchef.com slash humble50 and use code 50 a humble 50 to get 50% off free shipping. You're welcome. So yeah, that's sort of where we are. Um, yeah, I started my period. I'm not going to do IUI. I'm going to wait and, and that's okay. I'm totally okay with that. And Scott even said, he's like, I see that you're like hesitant and, um, you know, you're, you're like grieving. He's like, yeah, this is, this really ripped, um, this really ripped your sister's soul out. And he's like, I think that you sort of skipping a beat on, on trying to have a baby would be the best idea for all of you. Um, and go into it happy and, um, and just like positive and, and whatnot. Um, which is exactly what I was going to do anyway. So he just sort of confirmed, he just confirmed it. Um, and then what I was going to say earlier was the, what are the chances that on Thursday, oh my God, I was like, oh, we'll have our own little lingo. And if I get pregnant, I'll tell you guys. And then you guys just use the baby angel emoji ugh, to communicate. And I thought about that and I was like, oh my God. Why would I say a baby angel? Why? Why? Out of all things, it could have been a purple heart. It could have been a freaking cloud emote. Like, um, no, maybe not cloud. Okay, now I'm just getting way too, I don't know. But it could have been anything. Like, why did I say baby angel? Anyways, ugh. Um, yeah. So everything's on pause and that's okay. And we're just going to get through it. Um, you know, you always talk about, at least for us, we like, we always talk about how it could have been worse. Right. And I know so many stories of just like heartbreaking stories of, you know, losing your child, um, you know, obviously, you know, in life, like after, you know, them being alive for years or, um, stillborns and, um, or going full term. I mean, like, there are some really, really, really devastating stories. And I feel like this is, I hate to say that it's so common because it is, but at least it happened early on. And the procedure, you know, for the most part, 
was fast and easy and um, afterwards it was not painful. Um, so, you know, I think just looking at it from that perspective of like, gosh, like, you know what, it could have been, it could have been worse. And, you know, we're still lucky and you're still blessed to have two very healthy children. You know, some women can't even have a child. So I think you have to always look at the positive and you have to just constantly remind yourself of that. Um, because if not, then you go into this other mindset of like, well, why me? And why did this have to happen? And what, you know, so again, I think for the most part, um, she's now in a much better place today. And again, this could always change, but she has support. She has her family. She has us. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's it. That's all we can do. And I, I, um, I pray that whatever is meant to be in her life with, you know, having more children or whatever it is that, you know, it, it, it all works out the way it's supposed to. So, um, sorry to bring you such like not so happy news. Um, but yeah, that's it. She's going to come on Patreon. Um, like I said, next week, and we're going to sort of just like really dive into all of it and sort of get her perspective on everything. Um, yeah, I think this week was just a little bit too soon, but we'll, we'll dive into it. If you guys have any questions about it, um, if you guys are, you know, have had miscarriages or, or are currently unfortunately going through one, um, and you just have any questions, please like DM me, let me know. And I will ask her, um, during our Patreon, um, it'll be a pilot Patreon live. So you guys can also ask there as well. Um, and then I will repurpose the show and, and air it, um, the following week. So, but there's nothing like a live cause then you really get sort of everything. Um, so if you guys want to go and, and, um, join that before we do that, you guys can go do that on my, um, Instagram or website or whatever you want. But, um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Riley's on board with waiting as well. And, um, and that's it. And we're just going to let go and let God. <laughs> so thank you guys again for being here. Love you all. Um, hopefully we'll have, um, a little bit, well, I guess we won't have a positive show next week, <laughs> but I mean, it is positive for the most part because, um, you know what? She's healthy and it's going to make her stronger. And like we said, it all happens for a reason. So, um, thank you guys again. Love you all. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Bye guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.